Now, Narina, you know, last night I was just looking at that board um, and the JSE, it all seemed in the red yesterday. What was going on? You know what, I think um, we should actually be grateful that we get these sort of days because we had such a fast and strong start to the year that I think a little bit of a breather or some, some consolidation I think is very good at this stage. Um, clearly, world markets... Everything except the U.S. was also lower yesterday, and we see that trend continuing this morning. Um, but I think if we just sort of look back at, at what we've done so far in January, February, you know, the all-share index was already up 7.3% so far this year. So really almost too fast to start, and, and, and you would like to see some consolidation. Um, also interesting to look at some of the of the individual sectors. You know, gold mining is up over 20% so far this year. And even retailers, despite the fact that we saw some weakness last week coming in after the budget, up 17% for the year. Um, Telcom, fixed line telecommunications, up 17% so far. On the losing side, despite the fact that the oil price has risen from uh, below $50 a barrel to just over 60 now, um, Sassel is still down negative for the year. Uh, But I think the biggest loser for us so far this year has been the construction sector. We've seen some very poor results from this sector, and it's down over 17% so far this year. And uh, you said everyone except the U.S. was looking down yesterday. And I see the Nasdaq closing above 5,000 for the first time in 15 years. That's right. Lots of excitement. And I think, um, you know, people who are, are concerned about the levels of, of global equity markets point to the fact that it's taken 15 years for the Nasdaq to reach the same level that it did back in the heady days of the 2000s. Um, and say, you know, watch out, beware. This is what can happen when a market is, is, is uh, so overvalued. But, you know, the NASDAQ that we see today is quite different than the one that we saw 15 years ago. Only three of the top 10 stocks that we had in in 2000 are still in the top 10, namely Microsoft, Intel, and Cisco. And and 15 years ago, Apple was not even in the top 10. And today, not only is it the biggest stock by more than double, but it's over 15% of that index. But I think more importantly, maybe, is the fact that um, we need to take that 5,000 level into into context in terms of inflation. And if we adjust to that index level for inflation of the last 15 years, we really need to go all the way up to 7,000 before we're going to recover all the losses that we've had um, since 2000. Good news, though, the valuations, despite being relatively high, is a lot less than 15 years ago. Back in those days, the PE of the NASDAQ was over 120 times, and today it stands at, at less than a fifth of that only, and I say only in inverted at commerce only mm. about a 23 PE. Ah. And uh, th- then uh, this is the one that concerns me, Narina. Uh, not that the others don't, but you know, this one hits home. Uh, I see Deloitte Agribusiness released a report on the risks to food security in South Africa over the medium to long term. Uh, Sakina, I can't agree more with you, and this is really something that I think should concern all of us. You know, we know that land ownership is a very emotive issue, but for the benefit of all of us, we really need to address this as an economic issue, not as a political one. Um, in their report, some of the, the, the stats that they mentioned there was things that the average age of, the commercial, of a commercial farmer in South Africa is 62 years old. That compares to a global average of 54, and we're just not seeing enough new young guys coming into the commercial farming business. And a lot of this really comes back to uncertainty about tenure, uncertainty about land ownership. And I think the two important implications that this has is the inability of commercial farmers 
is to secure financing from banks because they need, they require that long-term ownership. And it results in an underinvestment in capital expenditure where a lot of the financing only focuses on OPEX, operating expenditure, really just meeting the cash flows for the current year. Why is this so important for the longer term? Well, um, they are forecasting that in 15, 20 years from now, we're going to have much higher requirements to import food rather than being able to generate most of it ourselves. But I think ultimately what's really important for us as South Africans is that they forecast a quite a significant decline in the contribution to GDP from agriculture. And yet we know that that is probably one of the most important sources of employment. So really an issue that we as South Africans need to address on an, emo- uh, on an um, economic basis, not a political one.